Hey yo, Cali Green Monster Show. Sports. Stuff. Yeah. Let's get an Nate Diaz. Welcome into another episode of a Cali Green Monster Show. I'm your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you here from the Tesla Studios in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. It's a Tuesday morning, July 13th, 2021, and I've got an excellent show lined up for you guys today. As always, for new listeners to the show, first of all, welcome in. You found the best show to put on in the background for whatever you're doing at the moment, whether you're working out, whether you're at work, or whether you're just chilling. Let a Cali Green Monster show be there to give you up to date what's going on in the sports, what's the current event, or just shoot the shit about whatever's on my mind. You know, kind of for example, when I got in the Tesla studios yesterday to leave work, I got a notification that was saying like, oh, due to the recent heat power surge or whatever let's try to like not charge your car from four to nine and you know i feel like it's very inconvenient that they're always asking hey let's just like not use your electronics between four to nine and i feel like that's exactly when you want to actually be using it you know it's like you've been at work all day and then you come home your your apartment's been hot as fuck because it's 100 degrees because keep in mind beautiful sunny san diego People forget that it's basically just a desert that hugs up against a beach, you know, because I mean, just like 10 minutes south is Tijuana in Mexico. And I think a lot of people think of Tijuana in Mexico as kind of desert and hot and dirty. And let's be real. San Diego is the same. You just got a little bit of makeup on it. So you get back home and they're asking you, like, don't use your air conditioning and appliances from four to nine. And it's like, that's when I actually want to use it. So what people that get to work from home, they now get to enjoy being at home, working in their pajamas and they get to enjoy air conditioning. And then us schlubs that have to drive our asset into the office, we get to come home and get to be hot with them for a couple hours. So I think that's kind of stupid and pretty insane that they're going to ask that because there's no way I'm going to get home when it's like 90 degrees. I'm hot as F and I'm just going to sit there hot for a couple hours because I'm going to do my part knowing damn well that the other three apartments that are around my apartment have their AC cranked. So sorry, San Diego gas and electric or California power or whatever it is that's sending the messages to tell me to not use air conditioning in my appliances for the five hours when I actually want to be using it. You can go S my D, but let's move on because there was actually a couple things that was going on in sports yesterday. You know, the home run derby happened last night and it was must watch TV because of, you know, who was the number one seed and who's basically headlining this all-star weekend, you know, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I think, I don't know if they're I don't even know if the Anaheim's even in their name anymore, but Los Angeles Angels, their pitcher, D.H. Shohei Otani, he's basically been the star of the weekend in Denver. You know, he was the number one seed for the home run derby last night, so it's definitely something worth watching. And then tonight for the All-Star game, he's been named the starting pitcher as well as the leadoff hitter at D.H. or slash pitcher. So Shohei Otani definitely has a lot of attention his way, not just from the American media, but, 
but you know there's tons of Japanese media that's flown over and he's been covering this so there's a lot of you know he's the face of baseball and let's be real I haven't watched a home run derby in forever I know every year they try to make it sound exciting and they change the format but I haven't really been excited about a home run derby since I was a teenager so it's a testament to how much Shohei Otani really is the face of baseball that not only did I watch the home run derby but I called my dad who really has no interest in baseball just to tell him that the Japanese guy who pitches and hits like a stud is in the home run derby and he's about to hit right now and he immediately switched it over and that's something that Serge Bruce doesn't just do on a whim so you know Shohei Itani I think he's definitely one of those stars that MLB needs and even though he didn't win yesterday he put on him and Juan Soto put an on awesome performance you know Juan Soto got like 22 home runs and then when it was Shohei Otani's part or turn he didn't he had like one home run in the first 45 seconds to a minute and it looked like it was going to be a huge bust or that the pressure had gotten to him or that maybe he just isn't used to taking BP because one of the big stories that's come out in the past week or two is that he hasn't taken batting practice once this season so every time he goes into a game and he sees live pitching that's basically the first hacks he's going to take of the day I guess besides the hacks that he takes in the in the on deck circle so you know Shohei Otani I mean he rebounded he ended up tying Juan Soto they ended up going to a bat off and Juan Soto ended up winning but I think at the end of the day it was probably worked out for Shohei Otani because it looks so exhausting to be able to like to have to swing the bat that for like for three to four minutes at a time you know so considering that he has to now pitch today and hit and then, you know, the Angels still have the second half of the season to play. I think that it was probably good that he didn't go deep into that because that's probably pretty taxing on the body. And, I mean, he's, he his name, you know, Shohei Otani, Showtime, that's his nickname. And he at least put on a show. You know, that's the whole goal of the Home Run Derby. And I feel like him and Juan Soto definitely put on a show. And, I mean, I think he hit the most 500-foot home runs in a round. I think he hit six of them that were over 500 feet. So he was hitting some shots. And even at the beginning, when he wasn't hitting home runs he was ripping some line drives and how they had the kids in the outfield who were just shagging balls and I was dude that's a bad idea to get in front of those balls even me as an adult I'd be apprehensive to get in front of it and I feel like I'd be pretty confident in catching the ball but you know there's some like eight-year-olds out there that are like trying to catch the ball and I don't know, man. There was even a dude in the stands that took a huge tumble over the railings, like into like one of the concourse aisles, like entrances to go like down to the, uh, you know, where the snacks are and stuff. So, home run derby was definitely cool. You know, Pete Alonso ended up winning it. That's back to back derbies. He faced Trey Mancini in the final. So, you know, it's definitely Pete Alonzo's show. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Shohei Otani was the the star and the reason for the home run derby. And like I said, Pete Alonzo, to me, I feel like winning back-to-back derbies, I think he's only the third person to do it. Only Ken Griffey Jr. and and Cespedes have done back-to-back derbies. But like I said, that's the the you know the second story you know Shohei Otani even without winning he was still the star and that's why I think it's pretty insane some of the comments that Stephen A. Smith said yesterday on first take and he's definitely been in hot water over it and he's had to backpedal and apologize for him because they were pretty insane comments and he was basically saying that 
it's probably bad for baseball that Shohei Otani is the face of baseball and he has to speak through an interpreter and he doesn't choose to speak English. And it was definitely pretty like, you know, I mean, first take is all about having crazy takes. And I mean, the show is called first take and it's all about like having hot takes and, you know, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman are both known for saying insane things, but that was definitely pretty like off base, especially from Stephen A. Smith, who's pretty social conscious and he always stands up for you know black and minority athletes so it seems pretty weird that he was coming at you know the MLB and Shohei Otani for him being Japanese I mean I've covered baseball a handful of times since the baseball season has started on this show and Shohei Otani has been the topic multiple times there's only one reason I ever watched I watched the Derby last night there was only one reason my dad flipped it on it was Shohei Otani I would love to see how much the viewership on ESPN plus and just on cable and just all across all platforms that went up when Shohei Otani and Juan Soto went up for the home run derby I guarantee you it was a huge spike I bet you there was a huge drop off after Otani left the derby i think i read somewhere on twitter that of the 10 most viewed mlb games this season otani's been a part of all of them so it was really you know i don't know if maybe being in that business you know being in the media being on the show like espn and especially being on a hot take show like first take you're supposed to try to say things that create headlines and Stephen a smith definitely you know made headlines here but definitely for the wrong reason you know i know that you know people point out it's like okay otani he doesn't speak you know he does speak english you know he's just choosing to do it through an interpreter and i think there's multiple reasons for that you know it's like maybe you know his english obviously is a second language i think it's like he knows japanese obviously is his primary language but he knows english and spanish to be able to speak to both of their medias as well and you know I think just by speaking through an interpreter and like being able to speak through his own language through an interpreter, now his language or his take or his comments or interview questions and answers, they can't really be taken out of context. And, you know, a lot of these journalists and stuff like to be able to take little words and phrases and try to blow it out of proportion. And at least through an interpreter, Shohei Otani can kind of prevent that. And then on the other, and then another reason, and probably one of the main reasons, is that the Japanese media is probably the one that he's interacting with the most you know they fly all the way over you know overseas to cover this guy he probably has good i guess relationships you know probably from his previous career in japan so you know at the end of the day it's like he he even though he's in the mlb and he's representing the angels you know he's got you know I think that what he's the language he's speaking, he's his game is transcending that. So to be able to point that you know he's a Japanese guy and he can't, he only speaks Japanese, and he, that's bad for baseball. I think was definitely you know really off base. And I mean, let's be real, the only reason anyone's going to be watching tonight is probably because Shohei Otani is going to be pitching and hitting. So. Stephen A. Smith, it'll be, you know, first take is probably on right now. I'm kind of curious to see if he is on, if he's issued an apology. You know, if you're listening to this, you could probably go check and see it out. So I'm probably going to go check, you know, once I'm done recording to go see, uh, yeah, what exactly is going on on first take. I'm sure Stephen A. Smith is fine. He's like their highest paid dude. And, you know, I'm sure he's going to get away with it. 
And before we get out of here on yesterday's show, I was talking about how Team USA is a big bunch of losers because how on Saturday night they lost to Nigeria. That was definitely kind of, you know, I think a lot of people consider that one of the great upsets in international basketball. But I don't know if it's got dimmed or if that accomplishment has made look any less because it's happened again now. USA is 0-2 in exhibitions leading up to the Tokyo Olympics. They lost last night to Australia, 91-83. to They definitely look like they're out of shape and they need to get their legs under them. And they definitely look like they need to figure out how to play as a team. You know, during the first half... They were up by 11. They had an 11-point lead going into it. But it definitely seemed like Australia was just like kind of too much as the game went on. They were just persistent. They were contesting shots all the way up until the end of the game, you know, where Nigeria kind of was able to take advantage of the three-point shot. The USA, I, I think, only held them to 10-3, Australia to 10 three-pointers this time. So they did a good job defending the perimeter. But this time they got eaten up in the paint. Australia had 44 points in the paint compared to USA's 24. So, you know, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, you would think even on the USA's worst day that they should be able to smash on most of these teams. But, you know, maybe I guess times are different now. You know, you look at on the Australia's roster, they had, you know, San Antonio vet Patty Mills, who had 22 points. He had six three-pointers. You know, you have Joe Ingles from the Utah Jazz. He had like 17 points. You know, Australia, they, they normally would have Ben Simmons, but he's sitting out the Olympics because he's trying to figure out how to shoot a jumper, which is obviously like probably really good idea for him and for the 76ers but you know so Australia obviously has a pretty decent team and they're expected to be a team to podium and it's as Damian Lillard mentioned in the press conference yesterday is times are different all these teams that they're playing now their starting lineups are filled with NBA players so you know back in you know when the dream team was first assembled in the early 90s and the teams that they were playing were just wanting to get pictures and autographs with them you know those times are different now you know a lot of kids that you know from these European countries that grew up watching the dream team smash all over you know their countrymen you know got inspired to play basketball and now there's a bunch of studs you know so USA is definitely gonna have to get their head out of their ass I do expect them to you know I feel like their roster is too good you know Bradley Bill Kevin Durant Damian Lillard there's just too many people on USA I feel like for them to fail but I mean they definitely are a newly assembled team and compared to a lot of these international teams that have been kind of playing together for a long time so it is basically you're just trying to get a bunch of random dudes together to play against teams that are actual teams and know how to play together. You know, I have full confidence that Popovich, you know, one of the best coaches of all time, is going to be able to get this cast of, you know, fucking all-stars to be able to play some good basketball together because we haven't seen it. Like I said yesterday, I don't know if the Team USA is just suffering from the Vegas flu. Maybe they're having a little too much fun there. And Team USA basketballs maybe is going to have to reassess having their training camps and all that stuff happening in Vegas because it's definitely not producing the best basketball. And I'm sure there is some team chemistry building going on, but I'm not sure if the craps table and strip clubs is the best place to be getting yourself prepared for the Olympics. So we'll see. I'm sure there's a few more exhibition games leading up, and I don't anticipate the Team USA to be losing anymore. But I also didn't anticipate the Team USA to lose again after that Nigeria loss, which I thought was going to be an eye-opener for them. 
maybe they needed one more humbling experience. So we'll see. That's all I got for you guys on this show. It's a nice little short one here on Tuesday morning. If you enjoyed what you listened to, you know, be a friend. Tell a friend. Help spread the Cali Green Monster brand. But until next time, I've been your host, Dean Ryan. This has been a Cali Green Monster show. Have a great one, guys. Peace.